What's your life goal? And have you achieved it? Yeah, I married you. Aw, gross. You really need to go out there and make sure the whole world hates you. Oh, perfect. My butthole is all over the internet. A fine wine. She keeps me in the basement and pulls me out when she needs me. If I drink Sambuca, he's getting it. I bought a case. can tell a lot about a person by the way their tits, pussy, or dick looks. You come near my cheeks and it's not going to be a good day for you, homie. (laughs) This is going to be special. Welcome to the Two Onions Podcast with Danny Daniels and Vic. What's up, guys? I'm Danny Daniels. In the corner over there in the bright orange shirt is my husband, Vic. <laughs> and our guest today is one of my really, really good friends, and we are also the official founders of his fan club. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Dave Thomas Brown. Hi, guys. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's so weird when what I introduce cool my friends. I'm like, <laughs> I know. It's like, and this is him. Yeah. <laughs> it's my friend Dave. He's uh, on this Broadway show. He might be the lead. You might have heard of it, Book of Mormon. You know, it's, it's, but he's also my friend, which is more important. So. That is the more important thing. <laughs> that is it. Is way more important. That is why I'm here. <laughs> the, the funny part is, is I went back and I was editing all the podcasts recently and I looked through and I realized we talk about three things no, over you, and over and over again. You. My hatred of LA. Talk about three things. <laughs> my Do hatred not drag of LA. me into this. <laughs> Ghana romance scans and Dave. Yeah. You come <laughs> Dave up makes like, it in about in every... 75% of the podcasts and we have mentioned Dave. And maybe Sicily. Yes. And maybe Sicily maybe. gets thrown in there. But really, it's like mostly you. It's and Amelia, it's like this thing. Which fits well with the song, man, Mostly Me. So yeah, it <laughs> it's like it's like a segue right into the Book of Mormon theme exactly. songs here. So. We, well, we're going to, this is going to be the Book of Mormon deep dive, so you guys come out with whatever you want. Ooh, <laughs> the deep dive. Yeah. I'll tell you whatever I can tell you. Oh. Well, I know your big, deep, dark secret. Yeah. What, what, I'm gonna, I, I, you're exposed, <laughs> we're exposing, Thomas Brown. We're exposing you. We're going we're gonna to Yeah, you. you do know my big secret. Go ahead and tell it. Yeah. So... <laughs> the reason why I'm wearing this shirt. <laughs> For those of you that have seen Book of Mormon, there's this big number about Orlando. It's kind of like the base of the show, in a sense. Yeah, and his obsession with, with going to Orlando, and that, that's where he wants to spend his two-year mission. And Dave has never I've been. I've never actually been there. <laughs> Dave's um, actually never been to I the have Walt been Disney to, World. I've been to SeaWorld, um, which is not kind the of, same. No. But kind of mentioned in the song, It though. is. I do yeah, say but, SeaWorld in the show. Uh but when I was, I guess I was maybe 13, 12 or 13, for my sister's birthday, my family took us down to, because she wanted to be a, she thought she wanted to be a marine biologist. And so she was I like, thought you were going to say she wanted to, to be a mermaid. I'm <laughs> like, right. <laughs> well, that would be cool. I think ultimately that's what all marine biologists want. Want to be yeah, mermaids. Exactly. Exactly. Merman. Um, they would be science, uh, mermaids with lab coats. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we went down there and I went to SeaWorld and then just don't, didn't sort of, I don't think I comprehended that. That we were that close to Disney because if I thought, if I had really realized it, I probably would have been like, "Why can't we stay a little bit longer? Oh, yeah, why, why, are why are we here? But we just but it's start. kind of that it's kind of that thing where it's it's like that cool thing. Like people at the stage are like, um, "Oh, I'm from Orlando." I'm like, "Oh, I've never been." They're like, "What?" <laughs> After all of that, you talk about it the whole show. It's my nonconformist. I'm going to talk about it a lot. I'm actually going <laughs> to go actually Orlando. never actually except go. I I do plan on. Amelia and I going with you guys to Orlando. Yeah, we, yes. have, to, we have to do a Disney. I, trip I think we'll. I think we'll have to go with you guys, and you'll show us how to um how to how to drink Disney. Epcot. Oh, yeah. that's, that's pretty drink, much yeah, all we do at Disney. Yeah. Drink and eat. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And every blue moon, we go on the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yes. And the Mexico ride, which Mexico is my ride. personal. I think thing. that I haven't been there does make me feel like sometimes Vic's just like walking around with like an autographed book, like trying to find like. Alvin the Chipmunk. Oh yeah, like absolutely. Like, I do. Like, I, like he's I, just I, trying I, to get his autograph book. Filled. I actually look for the villains. I'm a, I'm a villain guy at heart. So. Are yeah. the are the characters good? The 
yeah. The actors? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you feel like they do a good job? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can kind of tell. When... The Gaston's the best. Well, yeah. The Gaston will literally, as the photo's being taken, put his hand over the people's faces. That's so, he, yeah, he's, he, he does the whole I'm an asshole thing. And it's great. Yeah. It yeah. works out well. Yeah. And right. <laughs> you can't beat it. I'm actually afraid of people in costume, like when their faces are covered. But they're the real people. So, <laughs> yeah, his, my mother in law. <laughs> says, oh, it's the real Mickey and Minnie. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's a family thing, it's, as it's you can a, it's see. A, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing um, joke. She said, so, I don't like people in costume. She goes, they're not in costume. That's, yeah. the, real That's the, the real one. I was like, okay. No, they're living, breathing. Yeah. It's the original so one. I, Giant I will rats. walk like, around them. Like I will like make a big loop. But everyone that's like not in costume, like the princesses are cool. They're that's, believable. That's fascinating to me, that you, you love Disney so much and then be like, Terrified of yeah, because like, like are you terrified of like mascots and like yes. like sports mascots too? Yes, anyone with their face covered freaks. Yeah. Like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> Probably sweating, sweating a lot, <laughs> sweating profusely. Probably dehydrating on it. It's like inside, and they yeah, have, they have like personal air conditioning units in there now. It's, I mean, I hope they do because I mean, you you're gonna lose a lot of. You know, yeah, yeah. Orlando in July. It's like, it's like doing those, wrapping yourself in that aluminum foil and then like running on the treadmill or something like that. It's like you're going to lose all the water weight. Well, if you're like not the only guy wearing the suit and you're sweating in it all day, right, they next do. guy, right. next guy the is... night shift guy, is going to have a good day. It's an extra uh, three pounds heavier of sweat. Uh, yeah, it's like, mm, yummy. I, hopefully they have some, the Imagineers have found some way of. Multiple no, costumes. I think it is. I think there's like a that Imagineering documentary on Disney Plus is really cool. I like. I haven't that. seen it. I haven't seen it. Seen it. Seen it. Well, I have, and you should watch it. <laughs> I love that you watch the documentaries, but you don't <laughs> go. That's the thing. I've wa- I watched the whole like how Disney, how Disney happened in the history of Walt Disney and the Imagineering story and everything except for actually go there. Yeah, <laughs> you're like a weird like Disney cuckold. <laughs> 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 Everybody right. just kind of like tells you about it. But. I'm gonna get this color shirt. Just says weird Disney coat. Yes. <laughs> Be careful. Which is funny because when I met you, because obviously I knew Amelia first, who is your fiance. My fiance. Yeah. Yes. Which is such a fun word. It is a fun um, word. Yeah. <laughs> I met you. Flashing back to Seinfeld. I know. Jingo ate my fiance. <laughs> and I, as soon as I met you and I put you guys together, I was like, they look like. Disney princess, oh, princess and it's so gross <laughs> and it's like makes me so angry thank god there are friends because I would not like them <laughs> like oh look I at really them appreciate that they're yeah. too We're, attractive they totally look like a Disney princess they princess. act like it too that's the worst yeah. part yeah maybe we do maybe a little you should bit. go in costume and just yeah. pretend <laughs> to really be working like, there be. you guys yeah you could you could absolutely pull off um Little Mermaid oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely oh yeah. oh yeah you could you absolutely pull off a yeah. Little Mermaid she, uh, and she has Red hair, but she used to have even like redder yeah. aerial. Yeah, hair. yeah. But you guys knew her when she. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew her when she had the. Um, but she's gone through all kinds of shades of. There you go. Shades of red. different um, Disney princess periods. Now she's, she's more. She leaning can play more any of the princesses because she's stunning. Yes. Aww, spoken like a good fiance. Really, really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> they are really cute and really gross. And we love them. We're both of those things. <laughs> and hi, Amelia, if you're listening. Better she be. should be. <laughs> Whether she likes it or not, it's going to pop up. So, so welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Here we Didn't are. expect to talk about Disney for it's 20 the minutes. First, but the um, the uh, Disney overture. Yeah, right. Sponsored Disney. by Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> Can you imagine Disney Plus sponsoring no. this podcast? That would That would just pretty much shut it down <laughs> like family friendly podcast the two onions i think the last podcast that will appear before this one 
We were talking about aliens butt fucking somebody. So yeah, it'll it'll fit right in with what Disney Plus. What did we talk about with that? Which uh, Cherie. We did. Yeah, her. God, her, I'm so jaded. <laughs> you missed the whole. She won what? an award for the most outlandish oh, yeah, sex screen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sex yeah. Screen, I was thinking yeah. of Lauren because we also talked to Lauren about. Oh yeah, well that's yeah. Or, aliens and yeah. butt fucking. Yeah. We won't talk to you about it's aliens bound, and butt fucking. I, I'm, I mean, if we, there's anal <laughs> probing. About, we can talk about general butt fucking naked. How about that? Yeah, general butt fucking naked. Right there, we go back to Book of Mormon. It's We're always going to come back. It's in some always going to come back. Who yeah. is your favorite character besides yourself? I, hmm, I think that I think that Cunningham is. I, I mean, besides Elder Price, I, I have you know my own special, of course, um, affection for Elder Price, but I think. Elder Cunningham is such a wonderful allegory for, um, it's not even an allegory, it's just a point, like, like mm-hmm. copy of, this is supposed to be a sort of the story of Joseph Smith who yeah. made things up from nothing because yeah. he was a grave-robbing con artist who created a religion. Created a religion, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, before um, uh, L. Ron Hubbard did, you know, in the same yeah. way that L. Ron Hubbard did. I mean, he, L. Ron Hubbard sort of famously said, like, that's the, the fastest way to make money is to start religion yeah. uh, or the most effective way. Um, yeah, but I think Joseph, Joseph Smith might have done it a little better. He got a whole state. He did, but it was, it was it, I mean, and I, I really had, uh, when I went to the show, I did a lot of research into, you know, how that, uh, the Mormon faith came to be and all these things. And it's kind of amazing how, didn't you, know, you like read the entire book? I, I did. It, it's it's really boring. Oh, oh god, yeah, it's hard. But it, it was yes. like, and I had to, oh, god, I had to yeah. listen to it on the. I just listened to it on like the audiobook version. They were oh, just god. like, it would just, I would just be at the gym and just plowing through it, just oh, like god. doing the two x speed, just be like, <laughs> and lo, he begat him and begat him and there's a lot of begatting and, in the uh, beginning. But Joseph Smith was um, just a con artist. Yeah, completely. I mean, he was kind of a. Which one wasn't? Exactly. <laughs> but, Don't go there. But the time, you know, the time um, when he was, when he found the golden plates or whatever, that was ripe for people believing in, and yeah. and wanting to believe in something. And it was, the time was ripe for it. You know, it's funny because most people like just associated with the state of Utah, but it was upstate New York. Yeah, it was Rochester. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was Rochester, it's New York. Of Camorra is in Rochester, New York. Um, and they do a full pageant mormon pageant every year where they basically do at the, the golden beginning play of the, finding yeah the yeah. golden play finding they they do like, like a, a full civil re- war reenactment yeah, but well, like it's, sort of, it's all on this huge hill where uh, you know technically or yeah, supposedly yeah. happened and they just have this big pageant and there's like kids singing and there's donkeys and camels and it's kind of like a huge nativity but about the beginning of mormon faith and yeah. it is i would really one day i would really love to go and see that not anytime soon, but yeah, I wouldn't yeah, go years, right now. <laughs> That's some kind of cool, right? With a flask and maybe some yodels. <laughs> sort of, I, think, <laughs> I think it's sort of like. Uh, Mormon Disney, that's sort of yeah, that's yeah. yeah. definitely yeah. Right. yeah. We just sit there with like glasses of milk and coffee, and just like torture them yeah. <laughs> over the corner. Like I got milk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it's funny. Like the first time I saw the show before you were the lead, yeah. I saw it in L.A. and I hated it yeah. because. I thought it was all a joke. Mm-hmm. And so then when I saw it with Vic, we came to see you. He goes, no, that's all real. Yeah, everything that's said in the beginning, in the yes. beginning and yeah. is real. Anything that, that, besides what Arnold says, is what yeah, yeah. they believe. Yeah, um, that, yeah the it, I Believe song is amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was all sarcasm. So I was just right. completely, and then when we watched it the second time, I was like, oh. Right, which would completely take you out of it um, if you were just like, <laughs> Why are we watching yeah, fake a, really? a fake yeah. thing yeah, like, and a new a- fake thing? <laughs> exactly. But it's yeah, it's the uh, I think I think the show is about 
um, it's not about disowning your faith. Mm-hmm. It's about <laughs> breaking apart your faith, looking at it, mm-hmm. deciding, just seeing it for what it actually is, and then deciding what sticks to you and yeah, what like you can actually yeah. just don't be a shitty person. Yeah, what yeah. what can actually stick to your morals and isn't just something that you're force feeding down your throat mm-hmm. to to appease someone to appease a parent or to be. And I think that that we've had experience. I've had experiences talking to people who have seen the show who weren't even more, who weren't Mormon, who were Christian, who were whatever, who were like, that really made me think about my faith in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I think that. that that's sort of the secret deep side of the Book of Mormon that makes people come back because they're like, it does have a really poignant message, I think. Oh, it does. Yeah. And, and, the, and the end of it, I mean, it, it's not, it's not anti-religion. It, no. It's basically anti-power. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's like basically absolute power corrupts absolutely. When religions yeah. have had a run for so long, <laughs> and they can, they start making shit up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I always say that about Christianity. You have Jesus Christ, who is the most forgiving human being to have ever existed. Right. And then somehow deteriorated to murdering an entire civilization to get back his cup. (laughs) I mean, you want to talk about moving from the source material rather significantly, (laughs) you know, and then and then it just went downhill from there. So it's not it's not necessarily what was originally said. That's the problem. It's. 500 years of interpretation yeah, afterwards. Yeah, it's like playing telephone, but a thousand yeah, the, years. The, the, te- the telephone thing is something that, you know, because I, I, I grew And the power it wields. Yeah, absolutely. And the power the religion wields, yeah. Yeah, I grew up, I grew up um, in a very uh, Christian household, and I, I really appreciate the things that it has given me, and my faith has sort of developed over the years, and it's very much changed into something that, um, that I'm not sure that I could exactly put into words, but ultimately the, uh, the thing that sort of sort of turned my head a little bit was mm-hmm. thinking about if this started in you know if Jesus spoke in Aramaic and then mm-hmm. yeah. this got translated into this and then all of the and you know all of the emperors and rulers and Constantinople and all these King things that all these and, yeah. you know, d- that it has to be translated so many times it's not a, you know it's the little things that people change it's yeah. the little like it's the little additions. They're like, I, I know this they, is what they, it says, but you, I think God means this. Have you seen Something's Rotten when it was on? Yeah. It reminds me yeah. of the line. Yeah. Hamlet. Yeah. Missed it by that much. Yeah, it's like, and that's what happens. You have like the Council of Nicaea where everybody just got together and said, yeah. we don't like that part. Let's just yeah, throw it out. Right. It's, it's not as you. Yeah, it's like, that's I mean, crazy. You had, that you, had you know, you had 12 disciples. You don't have 12 gospels, but they all wrote one. So a couple of them, they went, oh, we don't like this one. We're just right. gonna, how many years after? I mean, it didn't. What was it? 60, 70, 80 years before they wrote it down to begin with. Right. Exactly. Has anyone done like a study, a side by side study of like time difference? I like, mean, this th- is there's something. Been, this yeah, is written a hundred years. Been, ago, or is that like a no no? There's been arguments over which Bible is the real Bible, and uh, it's like, uh, it drives nuts. <laughs> oh. But by the time it's all over and done with, you just like, sit back and go, "Wow, you took a really good idea and fucked it up." Right. And that's where we <laughs> sift. And that's and that's <laughs> and that's that's the. It's also really yeah. why we you can sift down. The Quran and the Bible and the Book of Mormon and uh, yeah. the Torah, Torah and, and you yeah. sift them all down the same thing, and they're all treat your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Um, the golden ru- that is the golden rule, yeah. and then um, treating others with respect, mm-hmm. treat the I, I guess the, the world with respect. The yeah, Earth don't be shitty. That was the uh, don't, don't suck. Don't be my, shitty. What am I? I would have been a much I'm shorter. Start my much own re- religion. Well, that was a, that it's was, a giant um, fucking open. It just says don't be shitty. Don't be shitty. Big letters. You know. Well, that was a that was George Carlin. Takes the Ten Commandments. Oh, yeah. Breaks them all down. Takes the first three. You know, spooky language. Busts them all down to two commandments. Yeah. 
thou shalt try really hard not to hurt anybody, and you shall always be faithful to the key, to the provider of thy nookie. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> and then he adds a third one. He said that thou shalt keep thy religion to thyself. <laughs> it's like the three commandments of religion. You're good. Don't fuck up. Don't hurt too yeah. many people. Try and be a decent human being and be reasonably faithful. And you're, you know. That guy was so. so <laughs> he nailed Charlie, it. Man. He was nailed awesome. it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's the. the, the uh, Reduction of all that stuff. Yeah, it's like a, that. I mean, if you think, I used to love it because he was like, "Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods." He goes, "This is moronic." That's know. what capitalism is founded like, on. <laughs> right. Is that just like don't steal? No, no. What it does means that mean? Don't, it don't, I did not don't grow be, up in a religious household. It means don't be envious of what somebody else has. Don't look over at the Mercedes Benz and Got go, it. "Oh, they have a Mercedes." And he's right. He goes, Got "You know, it. it's okay. like, but that's how that's how the economy runs. You have a Mercedes. I need a Mercedes Benz. I got to go out and buy a Mercedes Benz. Great work, jobs. Coveting is good. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. All right. Let's get back to the Book of Mormon. Sure. That's, where, you, that's where we started this. Ask away. What do you want to know? So um, we're coming to a close a little bit, right? Soon? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I've been doing the Book of Mormon. I did it for in 2018. And I did it from January until October. Then I left to do uh, Clueless. And then I got a call. A couple of yeah. days, couple By days the way, before. fuck you when you did Clueless. I'm still mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> we showed up. You did it for, what, two weeks? Not to cut two. you off. Yeah. But uh, not very not, long. Yeah. We showed up the maybe, first maybe day. It was more than, I was being maybe dramatic. It yeah. was more. Maybe it was in previews for two. I don't know. Right. But whatever no, right. we showed it was better, up. It was a month. And we showed up <laughs> we the showed first up day. We showed up the first day. And we, went, cause, and we went to Will Call. And we were like, okay, we need to get tickets. And Any they day. were like, it's sold out. I'm like, no, not tonight. Like, we need to get it like for a while while Dave's doing <laughs> right, it. Right, right, right. It's sold out the entire time. I'm like, the entire time is – you don't have two tickets this entire they, right. time. did the show with Dove Cameron who has so a lot bitter. of loyal followers. Yeah, so, obviously. So it, it sold out pretty quick. But I you got you got. The, you got I was like, can I review. just sit in the back or stand in the back? <laughs> <laughs> it was also a small theater. Um, yeah, It was yeah. a good time. And then three days before I finished that, I – um, they said, do you want to come to London and do the Book of Mormon in London? And I, I thought to myself, that's something that I've always wanted to do since I was a child. Yes. Yeah. And so I spent three months there doing it. And then I came back this year, well, last year, 2019, and I've um, been doing it this whole year. And I've got about six weeks left. Oh, wow. um, yeah, so, this will air before well. your ending. So yeah, yeah. if you want to see Dave, man, jump on them tickets now. They're not easy, but you can get them. Yeah. <laughs> Hop over to the Eugene O'Neill Theater and come see me uh, for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so... In the, in the and you've play? over 500, show, 500 shows? Yeah, I have over. a... I, on my, my phone, I have a little uh, tally thing. I think right now I'm at like 635. Jeez. And it's, um, it's the play the New York Times has already labeled the musical of the century. Yeah. And we're only 20 years into the century. So. Do you ever, <laughs> do you ever like, good. have nightmares right. and wake up and just start be, like have a song stuck in your head? From, like, the, from the show? Yeah. I think, that just, I, I think that I don't, I don't ever wake up in the middle of the night, but it'll just sort of be, it's so God part of my body that I'll, especially when I'm, you know, maybe a couple hours from the show, I'll be like, and I'm like, why am I singing that? I've got to sing that every day why, why am I doing it on my off time yeah we, um, we, we wander through Disney World singing I've got the golden plate so <laughs> oh, God, yeah. you guys make, might wake up with more Book of Mormon nightmares than I do um, but speaking, uh, speaking of which we did actually travel to London to see you Dave did, in the you Book did. of Mormon yes. that, was, that was so awesome and we had um, I don't know I, I, the only two plays I've seen more than the Book of Mormon oh are Rent God. and Jesus Christ Superstar your favorite That's literally Jesus it. Christ Superstar yeah 
Yeah, you. I'm. I'm. I've seen you enough. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I love you. But we are. But I don't. I. I, I told him to like, see to see me once. That, that's enough I for me. I think we've seen you like at least ten times. Oh, we will be. I, I've, like, I've, I've got. It's like we're going back. I'm like, dude, no. Well, we are though. You we go. Do. We are going to the yeah, last we are. performance. We are. We the are. last, we the last there. performance of of a, a show for an actor is is always really special. It, it'll be. I promise that the last one will be something different than what you've seen before. <laughs> not not because things will change, but there's a different energy. Um, you know, I've I've finished a couple shows. You know, from yeah. some start to finish, and um, yeah, I I think that it's been such a great journey to to learn this part and to I have sort of dreamed of playing this part ever since I saw it and I was like, oh, I want to play that part and I, I ended up doing it, which is just such a cool gift that I have been given and I, I've i learned so much by playing it. I think that it's it's just one of the best written shows ever no, and, and honestly one it of is. the best written parts um, just because it gives me, it gives the actor so much um so much to do. You just to start really when he's at when Elder Price is at the top of his game and mm-hmm. everything. He just has such high expectations, and we all know that feeling of like everything is going to be awesome, mm-hmm. and I've got this. Especially and, at that age, yeah, yeah. And the and it's that hubris that gives us that whole journey of him sort of kind of fall, like Alice in Wonderland falling down the rabbit hole of like oh no everything's going wrong, yeah. which. Um, which is so exciting because then I get to get to the end of the show and sort of show this sort of washed up which is my favorite thing to do yeah. because honestly that kind of feeling is what I most relate to. For me, it's harder to, stu- to rise up to that, um, to that very bright like, I'm up here and I'm doing this and it's, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of focus to 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 maintain that. Um, it's sort of like gener- generating your own electricity, mm-hmm. um, so that the, it goes into the audience and that they can feel that Mormon energy. Because a, a lot of people sort of know of Mormons, know things, but you know when you see Mormons, they're they're oh, yeah. on. Oh yeah. yeah, they're really they're, they're, on. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, um, the light switch, like in the yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. They, they they really they they're they're on all the time, and that's just what they're trained to do. Um, so. It's interesting to go down that rabbit hole, get to the end, and then, and then come to a new realization. He gets to come to a new realization. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't have to leave the show going, Ugh, nothing. It, yeah. it never got yeah. better for him. It's like I I tried this and I fell from this, and now I'm like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, that he finds that he finds some peace in the unknown, and that I can believe that I don't know everything. Yeah. Which is honestly just a good thing. <laughs> for all of us to know in life. And it is incredibly well written. <laughs> incredibly well well written show. Yeah, it, yeah, really, it really is. is. I mean, from beginning to end. We had, um, as you know, we had Patrick Page and we had Alex Brightman on. And we were talking about how the both those guys. three so cool. of you guys have the best entrances on Broadway right now. You <laughs> we really, really do. Yeah. You have the three best entrances on Broadway. Right. It's just, the, um, and all very different. All very obviously. different, but all like, ta-da, here yeah. we are. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and there's a... Those three, those are three great parts. Yeah, all three, yeah. three great roles. Yeah, it's is it ever? I don't, I don't know how to ask this, but because you come out and it's such like I feel like you have to like grasp the audience so quickly, mm-hmm. especially in like the first number. Yeah, did you ever feel like night to night the crowd? Like sometimes they'll take it, sometimes they won't. Oh, absolutely. I, what do you do in that circumstance? Because yeah, I, I think that it's about. Um, and, and again, it sort of comes back to trusting how well the material is written. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harder with um, a show, you know, that you work on that that doesn't have 
the book, which is just the script of the play that um, is as strong as, um, as Book of Mormon is, mm-hmm. then it's harder to rely on that. But with the Book of Mormon, I know that by the end, yeah. they're going to get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's really just trusting the amazing writing of Trey Parker and Matt Stone and how how much they understand storytelling and that how it evolves and that it's not, you know, the, even if the audience is like, what is going on? The, oh, we trust that wave that this is sort of like a tsunami, like here's a Mormon tsunami that's coming at you yeah. and you're going to, by the end, you're going to be on a surfboard riding it. Yeah. Um, and, and so it, you know, I can sense the difference in the audience. I think the audience doesn't know that we can see and hear and feel them oh. as much oh, as we can. Oh, yeah. We found that <laughs> out the you hard guys, way. <laughs> you guys talked about this on the Patrick Page um, episode. Um, when, <laughs> when you realized that I could see you guys yeah. in your pink and orange shirts well, I, that said I, Dave Thomas Brown Fan Club. I, I, which I, I, I was, I was, we were all so excited about. They were like, are those your friends? They were like, <laughs> or they were like, is that Danny Tito? <laughs> the, wearing a Dave Thomas Brown Fan Club shirt? Yeah, that was... So, so there's, that was we, such a shit show, but it was so much fun. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, we've talked about this a little bit, but we actually went with a good, really, really close friend of mine of 30 years who mm-hmm. actually, because, uh, um, who is Dave, huge, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like 450 on a day. And I know he's listening to us. So, Chris, this is a shout I out to you. I miss you, dude. I miss you, dude. We Chris, know you're listening Chris to this one. Chris is the best. Um, I've a lot at your wedding. So, yeah. So, the, so Dave, Dave and Emilio were at our wedding, and they actually stayed with Chris, and, and we, oh, we rented a bunch right. of B&B. And yeah. they say we're Chris. So Chris comes out and we're like, we're going to see him for the first time. I think you were in the show maybe three or four weeks yeah. at that yeah. point. Yeah, too long. And uh, we decide we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to go like like we're from the Midwest and we got, mm-hmm. you know, Dave Thomas Brown T-shirts and they were orange and pink we and fanny packs, fanny packs <laughs> and, and high-waisted mom jeans and, and glasses with tape on it. And we showed up there and people were looking at us weird. And I'm like, damn, I never paid no eight dollars for a Skittles. <laughs> and the woman goes, oh, where are you from? I'm like, 34th Street. <laughs> she was like, what? like, So the whole thing. So we're sitting there and at halftime, otherwise known as intermission. I call it halftime and now no, I got up to pee at halftime. Yeah. And I come back and oh, they're God. and he, he Vic and Chris are standing up. And Chris is like threatening people. He's like, You're gonna cheer for my friend, right? You're gonna Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna cheer best. for him. We're gonna stand and cheer at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. And our section at the end was just a bunch of terrified fans. <laughs> screaming, screaming, screaming. Yeah, so at, at halftime, like, t- they go home and they're like, how, their friends are like, how was the show? It was like, some Mack truck driver almost threw me off the balcony. I was like, but <laughs> I, cheered for, I cheered for this random guy. I just cheered for his friend. <laughs> um, at, literally at halftime, oh I get a text message from you saying, are you guys wearing pink and orange shirts? <laughs> and I went, oh, I think he sees us. <laughs> it's 1,100 1, seats, but what, what I, I think that sometimes it's, what's funny is that the audience sees, thinks they're in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but because we, because the lights are shining this way and this way, we see, and you know, we see you a lot more than you think we see you. Obviously. Um, you shout any? out to all the people opening Twizzlers and Snyder's pretzels in the front row. Uh, which, they, <laughs> yeah, right. which they love to do. Which they love to do every night. Um, and uh, people on their phones and, you know, all that. Yeah, stuff. I mean, all the yeah. funs. And we What's will... some crazy stuff you've seen? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I guess this would have been in maybe November, but um, we're in the middle of maybe the third song, which is um, Hasidiga Ibawai. Um, see the show, don't know what that means. Um, no we, Googling. No Googling. <laughs> no Google translating. <laughs> no, yeah. um, and I s- see some commotion sort of out of my 
peripheral vision and people are like standing up and obviously uncomfortable. You yeah. Know, you, you, we do the show so much that when something's out of place and, you know, we can hear Well, everyone's supposed to be sitting down watching. Yeah. yeah. So. so people were shifting and and then I smell vomit. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. Because I, when I come on stage, I don't leave stage for about <laughs> about an hour. Oh. About yeah, 45 minutes to an hour. So... We're on we're on stage and we smell we smell vomit and I'm like, no 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 and some person has thrown up on the back of someone's seat <laughs> like oh, spilled Jesus. onto their back as well and I don't know and and all those people were uncomfortable they could smell it they're all like they're do, literally <laughs> but they don't want to leave no the show no, they're they're doing this they're doing this and I, and I I was like. Why aren't you leaving? <laughs> They're like, we can't get tickets again to this damn like, show. The show is not that good. <laughs> Took me nine yes, months to get this but damn yes, ticket. So, so vomit all over her, their, their back. The people eventually like got up and left. Um, and <laughs> I was like, you, I, I was like, someone needs, the house manager needs to comp their drinks or something because this is, yeah. they are going above and beyond. So it was, at, that night was, um, collection for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, which, um, two weeks, uh, Four weeks out of the year, split up into two, mm-hmm. we collect for um, the charity Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS, which is a great charity that um, supports people living in need across the country in all kinds of ways. They give to a lot of um, important causes. Um, and you guys do some really cool stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and they do um, some I great love, giveaways love, and auctions. Yeah. Book of Mormon has raised, I'm like doing the speech now because <laughs> I do the speech, but the Book of Mormon has raised over $3.6 million Holy for Broadway shit. Cares so far. That's awesome. Um, That's just awesome. Yeah, it's right. really cool. And so, after, so I do the speech, Cody and I, uh, Mike Cunningham, do the speech, and at the end of the speech, I sort of go, um, and I want to give a big shout out to the um, oh, no. the section over here, oh, no. who, even though someone threw up on their back, they manned up, they stuck it out, and they stayed with us. Heroes of the show. Oh, they, my God. They that's cute. So they, uh, they got... They did. I didn't want them to walk away from the show only thinking that yeah. they got thrown up on. <laughs> but now they'll go like, "I got thrown up on, and we got a shout out. We got a shout out. We got, we got from the stage. Oh my exactly. God. And and that's the that's the funny part is we were talking about it. When you're in the <laughs> yeah. audience, oh, this stage like... seems so, so much farther, farther away. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's the perspective. We I mean, got that, to, that's also the intention right. of the theater design. As and well. we got to we got to go on stage with Dave with our friend Chris and. And we're like, oh, no wonder yeah, you can see like, us. It's like really, right there. Right. right. You think you sort of think you're further back, but it, that's kind of the illusion that yeah. you know, we're like, oh, we're like 20 feet away. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it was the, the funniest part about that was is like halfway through the show, Chris leans forward. He goes, it's like watching our little brother on the yeah. stage. I was like dying. That's it was, amazing. That's it was amazing. perfect. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. A, it is a um, there's all kinds of stuff that happens. We had. uh I guess maybe twice, once in London and once here, uh, someone had a heart attack. <gasps> oh, Jesus. Uh, in London, uh, yeah, actually both times we were, I was there. Um, and like what ha- so like- basically it was when Nabulungi was singing Salt Lake City mm-hmm. and the guy was sitting in the middle section in the Ooh. middle. Shit. He starts oh, having a heart guy. attack and so you just hear everyone going like, and it's like, and she's on stage by herself, and she she stuck it out. And she sang the whole song, but basically, um, we stopped the show after that yeah. because people were just screaming because they, they were trying to get him out. And when you're on stage and you hear that sort of screaming thing, it's it, it's really weird because you just see darkness, but you hear people kind of yelling and screaming back there. Um, so it's it's a really 
it's a really strange, I mean, obviously it's awful if you're having a heart attack, but yeah, it's also yeah, yeah. like a very strange disorienting thing to be like, like, like should sh- I stop yeah. or should I not? Yeah, how um, serious is it? I'm trying to get, you're yeah, probably trying you to gauge. Know, you don't yeah. know and, the person's and, and, having and a heart attack. Unless someone's screaming, right. he's having a heart attack. Yeah. Right, and that's you know? the stage manager's job is to say, okay, we're stopping. So she did stop. We okay. brought the curtain down and then we started again. And it's, it's really interesting once an audience has sort of been through that with you, it's, it, yeah. it really does feel like a communal experience. The guy lived, he was okay, but we, the curtain comes back up and the show, it, it, maybe it wasn't even a, a very engaged audience and then after that, the audience was hyper-focused and, and getting wow. out of the jokes. And I mean, not that it was about like, us being praised for the jokes, but it was like, yeah. you really got to say, no, I'm not going to say like power of theater, but it was a thing of yeah, like, yeah. we're all going to focus on this one thing because one of us didn't die. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, yeah. Exactly, and, yeah. And ultimately, you know, I think that's what's, you know, why does live theater still exist? I think it is because there's something happening that's choreographed, but it's also anything could happen yeah. also. I mean, we've yeah. seen, we, we've gone to so many Broadway shows at this point. Obviously, we've seen, but we've seen a mic go out and somebody bring a hand mic right. out on stage. Right. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. We, see and it. if you've seen the show enough times, like we were talking to Alex Brightman, we saw one scene where the girl normally unravels in the dress, but she didn't unravel all the mm-hmm. way. And she obviously, and we knew what was supposed to right, happen. Right, right. But you would never You would never know she was. So, and those are the ones that are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you know what should have happened and you see them play it off and oh, they yeah. do it like masterfully. And oh, you're like, all right, that's live theater. Oh, that's absolutely. That's I mean, and, and ultimately, I mean, the, the other ones is just like, if you've seen the show many times, you're like, Oh, he's gone up on his line. He's forgot his lines, and that's happened. I mean, that, that's happened to me many times. Where it's not, it's not for very long, but I kind of have like a tell. Like, what, if I think that I'm, if I'm, it's called going to the white room. Okay, and you go because it's basically yeah. like walking into a white room, and there's no clues <laughs> to oh, give you shit. to give you a clue you of what you're going to say. Go, yeah. So, so actually, my my left hand, if I'm going up, sometimes during I believe because a lot of the lyrics are different, but have the same rhythm, and you know mm-hmm. all the yeah, and, and so I. My tell is I'll go like my le- my left hand will go like this. And I think it's I think it's like to, I'm like please don't look at me. Please don't make, please oh, don't make no. this fall um, apart. Yeah, but I have uh, you know people. And I believe it probably it's actually seems very, so much more extreme on your ends than the people it, it watching. Absolutely, it absolutely does. But I'll go like this, and then my heart rate goes, and I'm like, all right, I said it. I figure it out. My body knows how to say it. So it's it's um, when you do so many shows, it's like I'm never on autopilot. But if I'm ever feeling like What's coming next? I just have to trust that my body mm-hmm. knows what to do because it's done it before. Yeah. Um, yeah, muscle memory. Yeah, and, yeah. and then sometimes, you know, you get a little monkey wrench in there and you <laughs> have, a, have a severe brain fart and you... Sometimes people just have bad days. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's... It, <laughs> you really never know what to expect. I've, we've we've seen it all. We had a... Well, here's, here's a fun story. In London, one of the guys, the guy who plays Mafala, the father of Nabalungi, um, before she sings this very beautiful, heartfelt song about Salt Lake on, City. On the actress's <laughs> last day, he, he he comes out and she goes, um, he he's like, "Don't open this door for anyone." Close the door. She starts the song, but he said, "Don't open the door for anyone." Close the door, and no singing. <gasps> and then closed the door and left her. And, I mean, he's just a practical. He's a practical jokester, but he like he hung her out to dry. Like, and so she's just cracking up about to sing her. You know. Oh, God, oh, can got, you tell this? Uh, uh, oh. I have one more. Uh, no, you got to tell the... Uh, Wait, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to say. You know which but one tell we're telling, right? You, 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 <laughs> Wait, no, no. Don't what the Cunningham don't said? Because, <laughs> okay, so Cunningham Nabalungi always gets her name wrong. Oh, yes. Okay, you yes. got to tell that story. <laughs> Do I have a specific one? Oh, yeah. yes. 
Oh, 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 okay, yeah, great, yeah. great, great. When I was in London. I don't know yeah, why. when you were in London, yeah. <laughs> I, you could have just cut my mic. I don't know why I was so dramatic. It's hold hard, on it's, it's, it's really hard to tell secrets on podcasts. Yeah. It? yeah like, and you're like, um, wait, hold wait. Hold on, let me move this in. That was the most he, um, ungraceful thing. During, when I was in London, and it was um, all of the political things happening in, um, in it was London. It was right in the heart of the Brexit really, argument. Really, really, we're in the heart of it. Um, Cunningham calls Nabalungi everything but Nabalungi because yeah. he can't remember her name. So he'll say... Uh, necrophilia, um, narcolepsy, Neutrogena, Neutrogena, Neutrogena John Nagasaki, <laughs> John Bon Jovi, which is just a weird one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, um, and, and my Nordstrom rack was one of my all time <laughs> right. favorites. Um, oh, yeah. Marcus. For some reason, um, um, Natalie Portman and um, who's the ice skater? Um, um, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan, yeah. yeah he'll, Nancy Kerrigan's my. Weirdly, my favorite because I just think that's so silly to call her to call her a white woman's name. Yeah. Um, and then Nancy Pelosi has been a, Nancy a Pelosi, oh, yeah. um, but when I was in London, we one of the Cuttinghams, he, Tom, he he came out and he's there's it's a very it's a very quiet moment, and um, when he says she's like we're going to go to Salt Lake City and he's like I'm I'm so sorry, um, but he said he came out and he said I'm so sorry, no deal Brexit. <laughs> and the whole audience I mean this was in the middle of, uh, yeah, of, of middle, no deal Brexit of the middle of the no deal Brexit and the audience erupted just laughing and, and then they see us laugh and then it's, it, 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 it feeds back and it goes back and forth yeah and because you don't know what he's going to say we, right? never, yeah, we no. never know what he's going to oh say um, and the whole and so, I mean, was it, was, it was probably a, it was probably a minute and a half of uh, I mean it was long it was long um, he he uh, uh, one of my new favorites is uh, well, he'll do um, Namuse Namazama Makusa, which is which is, <laughs> oh which is really good. Um, but he, but, but <laughs> there's he really has free reign to do whatever he wants. But um, I, yeah, he, his character is fun to watch, especially when you've seen it multiple yeah. times because he right. does. Oh, he always changes, and yeah, he's yeah, just kind exactly. of this like fun little squirrely character to watch just run around, run. You know, oh, oh, and yeah. he's great. You're, oh, Cody's great. Oh yeah. I mean, I've seen. Five what's, Cody's L- la- what's Cody's last name? Uh, uh, Strand. Okay. Cody's Cody Strand. Jameson Strand. Oh, I have seen horrible. five <laughs> different Elder Cunningham, and he's the best. The best. Yeah. He really is. He is. I, and I, I've seen, I saw the original. I saw Josh Gad, who was great, yeah. great. but he's, he's the best. He is when he just... Like, cr- <laughs> Every, gets me every time when he crouches down when you're doing your bit and, and, the, and the, the, the everything closes on him every time I know yeah. it's coming and I still lose my that's shit how that's how you up. that's how you know the person's a great actor when yeah. you know the joke is coming you've seen it seven still, times and you still can't stop yeah, a laugh he's, yeah. he's um, as, as well as being um, a really great friend he is insanely talented and, yeah. and can do things with his voice <laughs> night after night um, we need, the dynamics we need and the screaming and, yeah, well, <laughs> we, we can get him. We, we need Cody I, I, I know him. I can, I can get him on can, here. You talk to him? I yeah, know a guy. Out. You know I'll a guy? See, I'll, I'll see him in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. um, but only because I can tell this story on this podcast. Oh, no. Because we can. <laughs> because oh, no. we can. Um, when I, there's, I was not there, but famously in London, um, so in the beginning of the Book of Mormon, the, the mission president comes over the yeah. speakers and he's like, Elder Grant and Elder Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to wherever. Elder someone and Elder someone, you're going to this. Um, and he's actually saying this live on a mic pretty much like this. Every uh, show? Every show. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he's speaking it live. Um, and so the and so he's, he goes, Elder Price, uh, your, mission, your uh, mission partner is Elder Cunningham. And 
he has a script that he has that he reads just so he doesn't actually forget because yeah. he's got to get it right. Yeah. Because he can't mess that up. Yeah, because that wrecks everything, the show. everything depends yeah. on it. So he reads it and he so I think what he did was he saw Grant and Cunningham. And I there is actual there is actual recording of this. I don't know yeah. why someone was recording, but he goes, Elder Price, your mission partner is Elder Cunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And all of the guys on stage just go like, I mean, they just, they were like, I mean, I, I can't even imagine being there and hearing that and like being, oh I, would, I, think, I, would, I would say like, I would be like, just close the curtain. We all need to start again. Because yeah. none of us are going to be able to go from here. Especially. He literally, he literally calls him Elder Cunt. And it's in Britain. In, in London. In, in, in London. Of right. all places, the place where they throw cunt around like we throw fuck. Oh, I know. my God. I know. Like, well, hilariously, it's uh, not late, not much later on the show, the word cunt is actually. Yeah. We're, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I can't, but I think he saw Elder Grant and Elder Cunningham and went, Elder Cunt. <laughs> oh my and, god! Oh god! I uh, that's I think that I might be my, lost my favorite. My shit. You know, I it, lost it's, it. it's funny because you talk about London. The Book of Mormon is very American. Yeah. It is right, very yeah. American. It's the jokes are very American, fundamentally American. I, oh, I was yeah, fundamental. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, I mean, there's a song. It's the American it's, prophet. It's I mean, an it's, American religion. It's an American yeah. religion. But it translated. There were jokes uh, that took a couple I was of seconds. Say, not right. Orla- I no. thought Orlando did not translate. Orlando didn't translate until you say. Disney. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, because they don't, because they just don't, we associate Orlando with Disney, Disney yeah. in a way that, that no one else does, because they'll, you know, when, I, I had to say to them, not to the actors, but to people that would see the show, I'd be like, what's the kind of dingiest city you can imagine? <laughs> you know, and I was like, you know, I was like, maybe like Birmingham or like, yeah, you know, right, you know right, so, right. And, and no offense to any of those, but. It's not it, yeah. it, uh, Orlando is not in Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Orlando it's, it's is not Bora I mean, Bora. I mean, I mean uh, no. Disney is not in Palm Springs. Disney is in, you know, just, the middle of yeah. the Everglades. It's sort of Disney and the the city that formed around it. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, that, 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 I don't know if you and, and not even to 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 like poke fun of it in a main way because the the movie The Florida Project. Have you guys seen this? No, this no. Film? it's really cool. It's about the it's about the people that live in Orlando and the you know. Um, the community around the parks and the people that watch the fireworks at night, but they're living in a hotel because they can't afford, you know, Aww. it's, it's a really beautiful film. Um, so put that on the list. I feel like everyone that lives in Orlando works at Disney. I don't know. I can't imagine doing anything. I mean, you got to figure how many people they employ. Yeah. I mean, that place just, is it celebration? The place where a lot of the, or, or, Celebration Florida, isn't that the place where a lot of the, not employees, but maybe the higher-ups live? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have that, yeah. that community they create. I don't know if it's the higher-ups. It's actually literally a community they created. Right. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're selling houses there anymore, but at one point, like, they were trying to go back to. Like, lifestylers, right? Like, but they were also, like, all like Disney all the, the time. garbage was never picked up before 10 o'clock. You know, there were, mm-hmm. like, all of these rules they had to so make like it a seem. Plan? Yeah, they make it seem, like, a little bizarre, but, yeah. A little Pleasant yeah. Village. Yeah, yeah little, definitely <laughs> Pleasant like, Village. It was absolutely All I can think of is Brown. Yeah. It's <laughs> like all that comes to my mind. Like, do, 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 like the milkman coming to the door, the trash guys, like the pizza guy. There's a housewife, the she's home alone, her husband's at work. I'm sure some of that happened there too. Yeah, and I'm sure there was yeah. a pizza guy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure there was. Absolutely. From Pizza Planet. There was From all pizza right? Planet. Pizza Planet. You okay, better hurry so up because I got my questions. I so have fan questions for you. Right. No, these are going to be winners. No, actually, there was only one. 
One one person said, "Hi, Dave. What is your name?" <laughs> hey, start from the start. Start simple. Start simple. Um, my name is uh, David Thomas Brown. Um, my my performer name is Dave Thomas Brown, and um, that's oh only God. because I just David Thomas Brown was taken. <laughs> Sorry, I had to make it, Dave. Um, we kind of covered some of this. What's the uh, what's the most expected role you've enjoyed? I thought that was really good. So we'll the role that I've most enjoyed. The most unexpected role oh, you've unexpected. enjoyed. You said that you said expected. Uh, the most expected role you've enjoyed is what I thought you said. Unexpected role. Um, I did a show called The Legend of George McBride, which was um, a show about actually kind of a place like the outskirts of Orlando, mm-hmm. which is, um, it was about a dive bar and this straight guy who's married to this, um, woman, he, um, does like this Elvis impersonation at this dive bar and it's not going well. And, a um, basically this drag queen shows up to do a, um, to, to a, uh, <laughs> I know you're uh to, do, to do a show and the other drag queen gets sick. So he has to step yeah. in and learn drag immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, has to do on his first night he has to do like an Edith Piaf um he has to dress up like Edith Piaf and do this thing he's like terrified and it, it was um one of the a role that meant a lot to me and was just really special and beautiful and well written um Matthew Lopez who wrote The Inheritance oh, okay. um which is on Broadway right now um he wrote that show and mm-hmm. did that at uh, MCC a couple years ago and it was it was just it it taught me so much i mean i was dancing to to you know Dolly Parton and, and yeah, heels and yeah. all this stuff and then um, wearing these huge wings <laughs> and full makeup and these huge wigs and uh, it was just a beautiful story and and such an honor to do that show um, with uh, my fairy godmother than that show was an actor named Matt McGrath who's a dear dear friend and 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 just so talented and I, th- I think that it just taught me again it, it was a show about someone um, learning something from scratch and and mm-hmm. then and that's sort of in the same way that Oh Prices they go through those journeys I've been yeah. I've been lucky enough to go have characters that they have gone through, through journeys, real journeys yeah. where they're like they start from nothing and they get to the top um, in that case and then mm-hmm. with Oh Price they start from the top and go to nothing mm-hmm. so it's it's I, I've been really lucky that people have taken a chance on me to give me those roles that, that are just meaty like that yeah yeah I would, that would have been fun I would have loved to see I would, drag I, I, I would have loved it that's when you guys would have seen multiple I think you would have seen multiple things yeah <laughs> no it, I don't mind really I don't mind I love I love Book of Mormon I just there's, a, like, there's, a, there's a 10 I can, show limit. I could step in if you need me <laughs> yeah yeah I could pretty I much could sing do. every role that's how many times you really, you really could <laughs> um, what else do we have if you were an actor what other job on Broadway would you think you would enjoy I like that I like that that's a really good um, that's a really good question um, you know my fiance Amelia um, actually did the wigs on Book of Mormon um, before I even got to the Book of Mormon. And uh, and I think every job in the theater is so important. Um, I think that the actors are the face, the, they're mm-hmm. what the yeah. audience sees, they're the face of it, and they get a lot of the credit at the stage door, and they yeah. get a lot of the, mm-hmm. um, the praise and stuff. But the show doesn't happen without everybody in that theater, and I'm not being kind or generous. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... It, yeah. it, it, it doesn't happen without everyone in the theater. Even talking to Amelia, like she would tell me stories. She would wear a headlamp, yeah, be in the dark, 
She's like, okay, I have to run here all the way around the side oh, in yeah. like 30 seconds, put another wig on, go run back, go up and down stairs. Take I'm that like, down, put that, back on the, put that back on the wig block, wash the, you know, the crew is getting there yeah. an hour before the show and stays 30 to 45 minutes after yeah. we do. Um, and and so I just, I, I've always just really wanted to, it's not, I know they don't need me to say anything, but I I think it's important to just for people that go see theater to recognize how many Mm -hmm. people are doing incredible work that they don't actually see, but they're seeing the effects of, um, because that's, it's, it's really the, we're kind of the marionettes (laughs) and they're doing, they're, they're pulling all the strings and, you know, uh, amazing stage managers, amazing, um, People that are moving the sets, people that are mm-hmm. handing off props, setting props back in place, making sure they're well maintained. Even just the set design as a whole, I yeah. think is like yeah. so yeah. I mean, impressive. I, I think that. Um, what would you do? I think that I've been, I've always been interested in architecture, so I'm very interested in set design. Mm-hmm. Now that you did bring that up, but I, I really think that um, being able to create an illusion and walk into a space, and you, you know, when you walk yeah. into a show, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially yeah. like Beetlejuice or something, you're like, how did they do that? Yeah. And all, especially you know, when and they move pers- and things. Yeah, like yeah. That. perspective I, 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 and the lack of backstage. Yeah. 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 That's the part that amazed yeah. me. You guys have a tiny backstage the, for the, the amount set of sets that have to fly. The, the, what the, where the set designer really shines is is being able to say, someone, the director says, I want this big thing and this thing, and it moves here. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, now my <laughs> job is to make that happen yeah. in this booth. Yeah, yeah. In, this, yeah I mean? in a space this big. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that, I think that uh, set design and, um, and also I think, uh, you know, I, I used to play the – the um, the drums when I was a kid. I think it'd be fun to play in the band because we have a live eight piece eight yeah. piece band. Uh, yeah. I, th- uh, I think I think eight, um, seven or eight piece band. And people don't realize that they they see the conductor at the top, but there's a full. People will be like, "Oh, it's so cool! They record all that music and you sing along." I'm like, "No, that's a full <laughs> yeah. live band playing every night." And you uh, kind of have to because if somebody misses a cue or exactly. something, you're screwed yeah. if it's yeah. recorded music. And you can hear and people and also I mean, thankfully the musicians are protected by their union which helps mm-hmm. them you know just yeah. so that things don't move too far into and there's you know, got to be like backup musicians because yeah. like what yeah. if the trumpet guy gets sick yep. yeah they have someone that on, that's on call and sometimes we started the show without a sax player for like the first maybe you know five seconds of the show five wow. minutes of the show or something like that yeah well um, you have the, the guys who are swings who have to learn yeah. 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 I mean, girls and guys who are learning I mean, girls we, learning we guys roles that. guys learning girls roles we can roles. always yeah. depend on MTA being always on time so, yes yes um, it's never <laughs> it's never anyone's fault if they're a little late so, you know it's funny the guy that's coming on after you who's we're doing a podcast after you is the guy who created Subway Creatures so speaking of oh, he, really? he knows exactly oh, what I, it's I, like I to I be follow, constantly delayed yeah anybody in New York follows Subway Creatures I'd have one at least one more one more that's really sweet it's long but yeah, so yeah, okay, so but it's cute okay it says dave i i saw book of mormon as my first broadway show a few months back and fell in love with your acting choices oh. sorry i have really shitty handwriting so it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny if you think about that I, i've never seen anyone else nearly cr- nearly cry during hasadiga where did the inspo for all those little touches come from? I love your work. Oh, wow. Well, oh, that thanks, was really to, thanks, to that whoever, was really thanks to whoever I should have written it. their name down, and I did not, so well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if you're watching, thanks very much. That's very sweet. Um, I, I always feel like, especially with a part that's been done before, I'm not the first person to play this part, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's so important um, – to, to keep the show alive and to not fly on autopilot, even though I can't do it. I mean, and, it yeah. and, and sometimes it's hard to, like... Um, and so I'm never trying to reinvent the wheel, but it's the little things um, that you just sort of go... I, I sort of try to think about whenever I'm not either creating a char- character or 
taking a character on mm-hmm. and holding it in my hands because mm-hmm. it's not mine forever. It's mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not you know attaching it to myself permanently. But when I have it, it's a, I sort of think about it like like a sculptor would do like chisel out marble and stuff. It's like the the head is already there. Yeah. But for me, like, what if I you know what about the eyebrows? What about you know filling in those little things that I can chisel away and be like, there's that little thing that no one saw before. And and for me, I learn those things the more that I do it with the audience because the audience teaches you how to reinterpret the role and so by like um, response yeah by response and 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 by you know i can tell that they've gotten the show i can tell that they feel the weight of the end of the show if i've done my job in the beginning of the show oh okay um if i've if i've set myself up as as um unflappable Mm -hmm. so when i fall from grace and i can feel that they've sense me doing that, mm-hmm. that I know that I've done my work in the beginning. So the more specific and the more honed that I, I can make that, um, the beginning of the show. So it's not, gen- so instead of it sort of generally being like, Oh, I'm panicked. It's like, it's panic, but I'm going to put a lid on it. Yeah. I'm going to put a lid on this panic. <laughs> I'm going to laugh it off. Cause that's what Mormons do. Right. Right. You got to turn it off. I mean, that's literally what the song is like, I've got to, got to push it down. So, so the more that I can show the audience, like the struggle of putting a really big smile on really panicking, um, the more that they, the, the more that they're enjoying it. So I, I appreciate whoever said that. We talked about that because, with you. Yeah. yeah. We noticed that a lot with you. Yeah. It's, it's, you have a lot of very subtle. That's why I like that question so much. You have a lot of very subtle movements that, are, I don't feel like it's very common now that I think about it. I, I, I the actors, the, the the good, the amazing actors that I try to emulate are the ones that I see taking something that could sort of be done well, and people will be like, "Yay!" Mm-hmm. and uh, just generally. But the people that I respect and admire, actors, are the ones that just go that little bit further, not by not by being hamming it up, just by making something more specific mm-hmm. and just diving in in a way that that you didn't expect them to. And I think, you know, comedy com- comes from a surprise, right? And so how can I, how can I just show a different side of it? I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not speaking different lines and I'm not trying to re- reinvent the wheel, but I want to just get that much more specific with mm-hmm. it um, and let my scene partner and the audience sort of take me there and teach me how to do it. Yeah, that's great. I love that. You ready for my question? Yeah, great. <laughs> I have a million, I have more, but that one I wanted to touch yeah. on. I'll, I'll, really... I'll talk. I'll, that, that, I really appreciate you saying that. I will. Um, I can yeah. talk faster now. <laughs> one you more. Ready? I just want to know your dream role. That's mm-hmm. from my own. Yeah. Because yeah. we never talked about this. Yeah. I mean, I think that my my dream role um, when I was when I first saw the Book of Mormon was like oh, because it just it just it was just such a fun role mm-hmm. um, to play. I could tell, and so I did that. Um, from now on. Yeah. We're starting um, now. <laughs> I think. I think that. It's it's sort of cheesy for any actor to say, but um, I've always loved Hamlet um, <laughs> with a, with a with a deep deep um, passion. I have a tattoo from um, from Hamlet: "This above all, to thine own self be true," and um, that uh, Polonius says to to Laertes. And the, the play is just I, you know I studied Shakespeare in mm-hmm. college, and it's it's a really uh, meaningful part of my life, and I I miss it, and it's something I want to get back to doing. <laughs> and I, I hopefully uh, I'd love to do some Shakespeare um, after after the show ends. Um, but I, you know, when I was in Copenhagen, I I took the train up to yeah. Helsingar Castle and like yeah. walked through the castle, and I was just like, I was like, I'm such a dork. No, <laughs> I'm such a cute. theater dork. I thought it was cute. We were stalking yeah, we were you. Watching, we were stalking you. But it was, uh, it was. Uh, I was saying that outwardly, but inside, I was just like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. I love it. Yeah. All right, you ready? So, so Hamlet. That, that no, was so not Hamlet. what I was expecting. Yeah. That's okay. You can do it with Patrick because he's a. Uh, 
He's doing all the the villains I know, on right. the twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah, you could be the. I don't know guy. if this might air after that, but he's doing all the villains, which uh, with that voice. If yeah. uh, if Patrick will be my uh, Claudius, I'll be his Hamlet if he wants to. Do that. Uh, that, so that would, would be, be badass. I'd, I'd be I'd be all about watching that. That would be <laughs> Patrick yeah. thing. We're going to see him. We're going to have to talk to Patrick about this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you ready? Mm -hmm. What is the most annoying question people ask you? How old are you? (laughs) You get that question a lot? Yeah. Oh. At the stage where because people were like, oh, you're saying you're 19, but yeah. you're actually something else. Oh, and so okay. I've, and I've, always, yeah. I've always just looked. I'm, I'm older than I look. But I'm not. Um, so it's just people, a I weird just question a to get face, as a man, so, yeah. I feel right, like. Right, but I have a baby face, and, and you know, people are always like, it's like the, 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 the kids at the school, on the playground, like, how old are you? Yeah. 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 You should just go like, like I'm 19. Ask. Right, people, because they think that, that helps people. How old people. do you think I am? Because <laughs> when I come out to stage where, like, you know, I come off stage, and I'm at stage where I'm like, hey, guys, how are you doing? You put on reading glasses. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, and they're like, "Why is this old man? Why he he was much younger? He was ten minutes ago. ago, He looked (laughs) makeup. It's amazing. Exactly. Uh, What is your favorite way to eat a potato? Uh, Baked, (laughs) baked, baked. Yeah, baked at baked at like a golden corral. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I haven't been to a golden corral in a long time, but but just like a loaded baked potato. I actually did the PR for Golden Corral at one point. What? Did you? What? I didn't know this. It worked on me. <laughs> I feel much better I went about there myself a couple now. Times. <laughs> what would you? Wait, oh, wait. Now, now I, need I gotta to know. know. I, I mean, yeah, it's like that's a story explain. for another time. <laughs> the, but where? Uh, I did all of the New York, the tri-state. Region. I didn't even know that there was ones up here. Yeah, I thought they were only no, like a southern place. thing. Nope. Did you work Cracker Barrel? I did not, oh. and that's well. that's my next thing. Then did I don't, you see then the I don't video? This has nothing to do with the conversation of the two guys that took Cracker Barrel photos and hung them in a Cracker Barrel. Yes. <laughs> you did see that? That's amazing. <laughs> so that wrong. is amazing. Are they like antiquey photos? Yes. Like, yeah. like old timey. Like a... Yeah. Old timey. That's amazing. Oh. That's what What would the title of your autobiography be? I I I've once thought through this. Um, something like, "Well, that happened," or <laughs> or like or like, "Here was the line, and this was him." <laughs> oh I like that. Uh, yeah, I think that's what. I what would what was the biggest turning point in your life so far? Life or um, so far. Or like career, just your life. Do both. Do both. Uh, meeting my fiance Amelia. I was like, you better fucking say Amelia, or I'm gonna kick you under the table. I thought, I thought you were. I thought you were saying like what show or something like that. Yeah, I was thinking no. Amelia, and I think you were thinking was, career. No, no, I was thinking Amelia. No, too, it, 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 is, uh, it is absolutely meeting my fiance Amelia. Who, um, I has, may have met Amelia before you. Did. You, you have met Amelia. Before. Oh. <laughs> no, you, I, I, oh, maybe. Well, it was like right around when it she been pretty, first it started. Been it was pretty darn pretty close. close. Yeah, um, but. Uh, meeting the love of my life, who I get to marry in a couple months. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. What What about career wise? Um, I think uh, the Heather's musical. When I got to do that show, that was that was my Your first big point. show in, mm-hmm. in in New York. What are you most proud of? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> that really is a dead air, right? I thought you just um, said pregnant boss. Pause. And I was like, what? Pregnant boss, yes. My um, pregnant I think I, I'm most proud of um, having got to the city, um, having, 
you know, stayed alive in New York City <laughs> yeah. is kind of yeah. a big thing. Um, I there was a, there was a lot of years of, and Amelia will tell you of um, just sort of refrigerator full of just mustard and a hot dog. Yeah, like yeah. just sort of like <laughs> didn't know how to cook, didn't know how to take care of myself. Most part of like um, sounds like meeting, every man that some, doesn't have a woman. Meeting, right, exactly. Meeting um, like the love of my life who is like giving me a passion in cooking yeah. and which has just made me a better person. Um, so I think that the fact that I was. Uh, able to stay alive in New York and um, <laughs> and have a really wonderful life um, with Amelia and we like have a house now and and just that You've we've we've all, we've all yeah. come a long way yeah. we've all grown up yeah, we've it's all grown up. grown up it's fun to listen to you guys talk about each other when the other person's not around because it's like really cute yeah it is and it's Man, very it's very, it's similar. very similar it's very and similar. like adorable yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I think I, I think we're really. You guys, you uh, really, I know that I'm really lucky to have her. It's like seeing two people that you are genuinely in love yeah. is just so nice, and it's like refreshing. So seeing you guys, like even the way you guys look at each other, and when you're in each other's, well, I know this is getting really sappy, but I know this is getting really gross for those listening. But <laughs> no, <laughs> it's nice. We feel the same way about you guys, and I think that it's it's nice to. I mean, it's just honestly, like it's nice to have friends. Who are happy, uh, who are in, their happy, happy in relationships? Yeah, it's, it's amazing and, and that yeah. we, you know, we love spending time with you guys. So, oh, we you love know. you. What takes up too much of your time? Worrying, <laughs> uh, anxiety. Yeah, that'll take up a lot of time. Yeah, I think mm. that I think that I don't I don't really talk about it enough, and I, and it's not something that people are always open to talk about. But um, even today, like I would I have a lot of anxiety today and it's it's a it's not something that I can put my my finger on mm. but it's something that you know I've someone's someone said um you know your mental health is not uh your fault but it is your responsibility mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. um and I think that that's something that I'm continuing to learn how to uh put into practice in my life and to really take responsibility for it and I think that it's important to talk about it out loud and yeah. not just Definitely. I've done a lot of not talking about it out loud so, yeah, but there's something cathartic about saying yeah. it. Just yeah, get it. Like, yeah, there it, it is. It is. I think it's. It's. Um, I think we all deal with it in some ways. Yeah, everyone and we, has. We all put like... on our different masks, and mm-hmm. we um, and we literally put on masks on Broadway shows, and they're like, oh, that literally. happy Mormon couldn't yeah. be, you know, have anxiety or like, yeah. or you know, have panic attacks sometimes, and and I and I do, and I'm I I I want to, um, yeah. I think it's important to talk about it out loud. I think especially like in your situation because you are an artist and you are an entertainer, people expect you to be perfect mm. always. Yeah. yeah. So I think even just talking about it, it's like it, yeah. it goes against the grain. You're like, oh, I can't talk about that because everything which, else. Be, yeah. But you should. You should be able to talk to about it. Which tends to be why all actors and comedians tend to have depression and anxiety. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think the pressure of being perfect is on it too But much. it's nice too because, you know, the more people talk about it, the more other people can relate and, you yeah. know, you bounce Absolutely. off each other and it's just. Yeah. I, I, I hope that, that, you know, people um, can just be a little bit more open about it and, mm-hmm. and encourage people, you know, it's not just because I do a Broadway show does not mean one that I will have a Broadway show forever does not mean that I will have everything for it. It is really, it is a, a blessing. Um, and I think that when you sort of have this, it's almost, I mean, it literally is the thing of like putting someone on a pedestal, like a stage, yeah. you know, the pedestal mm-hmm. is the stage and you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, that, that, that's awesome. Cause I was, I was a kid. I saw actors up in the air. I was like, how could anything be wrong? If you were up there doing that, that mm-hmm. is the be all end all. And then you get up there and you have a Broadway show and you're like, Oh, but I want this thing or I want, and, and you know, yeah. it's, it's about like, 
in some ways we're never satisfied and we are always wanting something else and so we're like there's, oh but what if I don't have that and why don't I have that kind of Broadway show or why don't I have that kind of thing so there's it's, also always a bill to pay yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad we were talking about that what is your favorite smell <laughs> to change subject change quickly. subject oh my favorite smell is my great grandmother who was passed she made this homemade bread with marmalade jam she was from West Virginia and she made this bread and she would make it when we would come up to her house and make it fresh in the morning these like cast iron tin oh, cast iron, iron oh. bread oh. and, and oh God, it was just about. the most aromatic I mean it was like it was like the candle the bread candle that you get it was like yeah. that but it was that it was that that smell was it was that intense it wasn't like is that bread it was like oh bread you're <laughs> getting bread and it oh it's just that was the best what gets you fired up uh, I think actually, well, the first thing I was going to say was was injustice, and I'm actually remembering that that's what Patrick. I think that's what Patrick Page said too. I'm just going to copy everything he said. Um, but I think that injustice um, in all levels. I, I you know I, I think that I could be a better activist for the things that I think are unjust. Um, but remotely, I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm angry about things being unjust. Um, I, I, I hope I hope to do more about those feelings and not just feeling them because I think that that's kind of sometimes the problem with the world. But um, I think I think that is it is when he did say that I was like yeah me too. <laughs> you know it's it's funny because everybody's taking that question differently. Yeah. Yeah. Fired up, pissed off, or fired up. Interesting. Excited. Like my my daughter's answer was the ninth inning. Yeah. Right. So it's like a that completely. Right. I'm not surprised. That's at like all. A, yeah. that's like a glass half empty, glass half full yeah, kind of question yeah. that you can. But it also really it's how you think of fired up is fi- mm-hmm. you know somehow fired up can be a negative connotation, right? And you don't think of what makes me happy as being a fired up thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's, it's it's how you take the word. Mm-hmm. I think that something that gets me fired up on the in the opposite spectrum is is creating things from scratch. You know, I, I like yeah. to do woodworking. I like to do. Um, you know, I, I really love, and Amelia and I have been able to like make so many cool things. Yeah, together. you're always like uh, you're building shit. Yeah, we're building HGTV at home, and I get and so like, and, and, I know, and, and and you work. You got eight performances yes. a week. You got one day off, and I'm going to build a house. We've, yeah, been, <laughs> we've been construction workers, yeah. and then and, and yacht, performers at night. So yeah. I think it's, um, I think creating something from scratch um, and with her is 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 gotten us really fired yeah. up <laughs> over the yeah. last couple months. What do you wish you knew more about? I wish I knew more about math. <laughs> I wish that math, because math was such a scary, like, just visceral, uh, like, heart palpitation thing for me. I think probably because of teachers that I had, um, but also just because it just doesn't click for everybody. Yeah. No, I no, loved history. Not. I loved English. Mm-hmm. I loved learning about um, about. I really took AP history, but I could base, could, you know, I had such trouble with math because I was like, that's not how my brain works. Um, <laughs> and so I, you know, and, and to prove them, to prove myself right, like I haven't used a lot of algebra, even yeah, when I do exactly. m- making, doing woodworking, I'm using geometry and <laughs> addition of subtraction and multiplication. Um, so take that. <laughs> You're like, I want to use, I want to learn math, but I'll never use it. Basically. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and I, and, and we have, these things and these things because thanks of math. to people who did really good in math class. <laughs> yeah. Thank who you, math attention. people. So, who paid attention so, in math So thank science. you for someone being good at it. Even uh, if that wasn't. Fi- your final question. Yeah. What is the one question you would want everyone you meet to answer? What is the one question that I would want everyone I meet to answer? What gives you joy? 
Yeah. I like that. Oh, I, my God. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Shree DeVille, whenever she shops, she will only buy it if it brings her joy. That's like the Marie Kondo thing. And it's with, funny when you said the, that. the Marie Kondo thing with the, yeah. you throw out the thing, you throw out the, the you know, things in your closet that don't bring you joy because then you other, otherwise you have clutter. Yeah. I think that when... In this industry, um, in a lot, of, uh, you know, when we go to social gatherings, it'll be like, "Hey, what are you working on? Hey, what are you working on? Yeah. Hey, what yeah. are you working on?" And, the, and it creates that pressure of like, mm-hmm. "I don't." Oh, hey, what I do you do for right, a living? Right, it's like right, the first well, thing. They well, it's ask like, you. "Hey, why aren't you working? Hey, why aren't you working?" Yeah. And, and for for me, I I've tried to say like, "Hey, what's something that's like bringing you joy right now?" As opposed to being like, "Hey, how's being unemployed?" Which I'm about to be in like a couple <laughs> weeks. Do you know what I mean? And I think that it's it, it's a thing of like, you don't you aren't valid because. Mm-hmm. You are working. Mm-hmm. You're valid because you're a human. Yeah. You're valid because you um, you are bringing something to the world, and you're getting joy from something, even if it isn't at that moment. The th- doing a play or doing a musical yeah. or doing yeah. a TV show, and I think that I- I'm trying to, for myself and my interactions, try to take that that pressure away from like, hey, um, are you doing better than me? Are yeah, you doing I better think than me? That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I think it's kind of like competitive, like it's, this competition. It's, it's like I don't want to. Com- one of the most competitive. Businesses, oh yeah, and, absolutely, and, and hard all and, entertainment, and, yeah, and, and it's and it's all about jealousy and all about these things. And I think the more well, that we can just say, hey, this is hard. Let's all try to work together. Yeah. Um, we're all gonna some, you know, some of us are gonna compete with each other sometimes, um, technically, but it's not competition, especially because a lot of the people that I go up for parts against, against are friends of mine and who mm-hmm. I've done other parts with that I've been like. Like, I wish oh, you shit, the best. I want I, it, but if you get it, I'm happy too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, that, and that happens a lot. I think that happens in everything. Yeah. I think that, but but I think that the acting world is such, or the acting business and auditioning, it's such a, it's so bare. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I hope I get that lawyer job. I think it's a more bare job. Literally but. Like, please, <laughs> but literally, it's well, yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, please like me because my face is prettier than this person, yeah. or yeah. my face is, or I'm not as good a and singer as this person. And your job is so crushing if you don't get it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, and I, and, I can't and, imagine. In, in like, the entertainment world, you were getting way more rejection than you're yeah. getting acceptance. Yeah. Even in the A-list world. Yeah. Even in the A-list world, yeah. you're getting way more no, rejection. It's, it's true. And that's, and that's the thing that it's like, man, they, they always tell you in acting school, if you can do anything else, do it. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Exactly. Which, and, you know, and I think that, like, I think that... Uh, I've, Harrison I've, Ford, right? He was a carpenter, basically. Right, and he was right. like, well, I could always be a carpenter. I, I, love, I love acting. I love what I do. I think that I, if something at some point in my life... Um, feels more right or it makes me happy then I think that I will try those things because I like to try, you know I, I have a lot of hobbies I have a lot of things I like to do and if I you know get to a point where I'm like you know what I want to try this for a while or go yeah. to this city you know I think it's living in New York your whole life you know or at least you know not breaking that up with yeah. another city or something like that I yeah. want to see more of the world and I want yeah. to I want to experience other things this is a random question I know we're, re- we're over yeah, but we're over. um do you want to do more TV stuff? Or yes. Do you yeah. like doing? Theater? Yeah, you know, I, I would really like to do. Because I know TV you stuff. do. Yeah, you yeah. Go back and forth. No, I absolutely. I mean, I trained. I trained as a. I got my BFA in acting. I didn't get into musical theater. I sort of tripped came, into I, it. I sort of <laughs> tripped into it, and I was like, okay, let me apply the things that I learned as an act as a sort of <laughs> classical trained actor, mm-hmm. whatever that means, um, <laughs> to to musical theater and like try to elevate in in whatever way I can elevate something that might be a little mm-hmm. s- sort of simple on the page but how can I dig a little deeper into that and I would really like to do that in in TV and film and and just explore some different parts um and honestly kind of get to play some parts that I don't have to that that I can t- that I can take do and then move on from and and, and, and I then I've, somebody I've says loved- cut redo it again yeah. you don't have to worry right, about exactly. the live audience and yeah. living living with 
living with this part has been so great, but I also want to make sure that I don't, you know, I, I want to see what else is out there for me. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I'm excited to see you're what this just, new chapter is It's funny because, like, you strike me as someone that's just, as long as you're just creatively stimulated, you're just, like, happy to be there. Like, anything you do, you're <laughs> just, like, you're always doing something. Like, either it's, like, making a coffee table <laughs> right, on right. the number one Broadway show. Right. Just anything. You're just, like, all right, this yeah, is cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I really do like to create, and I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to see what... Um, See what that happens, and all right. Time for your time for your shameless Jeez, plugs. I have, to, I have to cut away. He has to go and do a play. Oh yeah, <laughs> I really do. Yeah, <laughs> he oh, literally yeah, has forgot. to go and do a play. <laughs> all right. Uh, am I going first? Yeah, you go okay. First. Um, follow me on TikTok, Daniel's TikTok. I'm almost at five hundred thousand. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Uh, go to dannysings.com. And uh, I got my Snapchat deleted. So follow my new one. My new Snapchat username is Sucking1D. <laughs> so go follow me. And now you get to follow that and up I with do, your shameless plug. Yeah, I do super secret discounts and stuff there. And there's like hidden Easter egg stuff. So go follow it. Yeah. Um, you can come see the Book of Mormon in uh, until, I believe, um, the end of March. Um, and come see it after that as well, if you if you so wish. It's a great show. And come see all my friends do amazing work. Um, but I'll be doing it there until the, the end of March. Uh, and that's my plug. Yeah, that's and we'll plug. be there. Yeah, we will be I there for wait. our show. And uh, <laughs> get the book. Wait for the corn. Follow me on Instagram. Evil book. Genius mm-hmm. Pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, hire Amelia for all of your hair and makeup Makeup needs. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I really did. (laughs) She'll like it too. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you, guys.